0: Do you love the Bad Film Club? Consider supporting us through the ACAR Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you want to give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in our show description to support us in any way that you can. We really appreciate it.
1: This is the Bad Film Club, starring Holly Gordon and Shanae Evagaila. Your feature is about to begin.
0: Hello. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm fine.
0: How are you? (laughs) Yeah? Okay.
1: Oscars day. Oh, yeah. How are we feeling? This is the Monday after the Oscars. I did not stay up. Uh, I was very tired. Uh, But I woke up (laughs) to one piece of news and decided it was not... I was not ready for the day, so I went back to sleep. (laughs) I woke up to find out that Anthony Hopkins had one Best Actor. And I... We're not into it. (sighs) I have some annoyances with the from what I've read. So basically, I haven't watched any of the Oscar films because I want to wait until the cinemas open, which is in about two weeks' time, and then I'll watch them yeah. at the cinema. So I can only realistically judge from gut feeling and slash trailers, and also my own biases of who I thought should have won.
0: <laughs> but
1: mm. um, uh, but I read that they had. So, historically, the Oscars always put the best picture for the last thing. And yeah. uh, they... Did <laughs> not that. this they time. Did, no, they completely changed the order of their <laughs> the announcements and the, the awards. And then the thing that I find really frustrating is that they made an effort to kind of really hone in on Chadwick Boseman's death. And then to not even... And then didn't honour like, him. <laughs> and then didn't even, like, award him the win. So, you just kind of just think... Okay. It's so lip you... service, isn't it? It's so frustrating. And it's like, and then mm. they I just saw, like I was reading a line today that they created like an NFT um, art, like downloadable art it thing over here. Like an artist was hired to create an NFT of Chadwick Boseman's like in honor of him. And it's like, they're, they're really expensive and it just feels so like ridiculous and performative. Even if like the money is going towards charity, I don't care. Like give him the award. They could have just,
0: yeah, and they could have just donated it. Do you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have to the, make it into Oscar... this, like, song and dance. I hate I hate that they do that a lot.
1: Yeah, I really disliked it. Uh, I mean... But then there's I other guess... bits I like, like, Daniel Kaluuya. Yes. Yeah. Love him. And I, love like... I... <laughs> I love that. I love that a load of, like, uh, how so many, like, um, actors from Skins have gone on to bigger and better things like <laughs> yeah yeah it's like and i was reading about why we should be thankful for skins to uh, in the first place because they h- held open auditions instead of casting call like through agents so they literally mm. just picked they literally allowed anyone off the street to uh audition yeah. instead of it just being through professional ways which meant that yeah. there's a lot more talent to pick from and a lot more kind of people from different backgrounds which is great which is, means that People like Daniel Kaluuya and Dev Patel, etc., have Babes. have uh, a <laughs> kings. kings have uh, men exactly <laughs> exactly have a uh, been able to like you know go on to win loads of awards and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. Yeah,
0: Zendaya I'm very excited about Zendaya You're does a shout out.
1: She just says yeah, a shout love. out for being. I with mean, Zendaya. always we always shout out Zendaya. What oh.
0: I, I can't love
1: her dress. not so look beautiful. at her like I just. Yeah, I. She's unbelievable. Um, she yeah, she based it off a old outfit from Cher. I was reading, which I thought was him. quite cool. Um,
0: and then we have Riz Ahmed with his newly newlywed Riz Ahmed, which I enjoyed as well.
1: I'm actually so annoyed about how they met. Like, what the? Fuck? I know it's very cute. It's very <laughs> it's so like annoyed. Nora Ephron film, and I'm just like,
0: oh. Like, it's also that guys. stuff that
1: doesn't happen. Ever. And of course everything to him. Uh, I know. I need to go back um, to working in coffee shops don't I? <laughs> yeah, clearly.
0: Um, and then my favourite bit of it was Union Chung just uh fangirling over Brad Pitt and just being like the grandma that we all want. Like I want her to be my grandma.
1: <laughs> She's very sweet, what? she does she definitely like she deserved it. Minari is like such
0: a good film, like it's one of the only ones that I watched on um like before this season because we've got tickets to go see Sound Metal. Metal um, and Nomadland I just bought tickets actually um, for when cinemas reopen but yeah this is the only one that I've seen so I'm very biased um, and I love Stephen Yoon and baby Alan Kim it's very sweet so yeah definitely a film that I would recommend everyone go watch
1: yeah hopefully none of them will be on this podcast I doubt it anyway
0: no, I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, Although I, I didn't see Mank, and I felt like you didn't...
1: Ah! You saw it, but didn't like it, so... Mank <laughs> is one of those films that is for, for a specific audience. I went to go and see it with a friend, and yeah. I just... Not your vibe. It needs to be shorter. That was my... That was one of the biggest mm. frustrations. I was so... And also love the print and shell cinema but and they've made it covid safe but it means it's freezing cold like absolutely freezing yeah. cold so and i don't particularly get distracted by how cold i am and this was a shock <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it was like it pulled me out of the film but i agree that uh, amanda siphon deserved an oscar norm for her performance she was amazing in it but the general,
0: I do have a soft spot for her, you know. The general yeah. storyline
1: was just kind of like, okay, great, cool. It was, it's, it doesn't have the tension that I thought it would because it's historically, uh, um, Citizen Kane was <sighs> written by hit by think um, yeah. uh, Oscar Wilde. Uh, Oscar is it Oscar Wilde? Basically, there's a whole kind of like credit. The whole it was like um, two writers. Orson Wells, Orson Wells, that's it. Awesome Wells and the um Mank, whoever, you know what I mean. And it's the story about them writing Citizen Kane, but he predominantly wrote it, and Orson Wells got credit, and it was just a one of those mm. like catalyst things for their career. And it's just always been an argument about who, who, who really wrote it and stuff. But I thought there'd be more tension. It's just a very long film, and the cho- and I want to understand. Yeah. I wish I understood realistically why it was black and white and also Gary Oldman has, does not look it was like a how choice. It used to like you speak, yeah i know it was a, it was a choice david fincher's like mm. dad wrote it or something i think okay. before we, like the screenplay was it was one of like i don't know and then he made it, oh, i Fuck know yeah i mean i don't regret see, i don't regret not watching it all i'm hearing is that like it's not the one that you would have picked though you know <laughs> oh no i do know what i do think that when mank was like the lead up to and when the trailer came out and everyone was really hyped for it and there was a lot of discussion about it. I thought it felt like there was a lot of like award buzz around it already. So, but then Mm. realistically it just ended up that uh, people from it and the film itself got nominated, but that was as far as the, it would go. It would just get nominated, but it wasn't going to win anything because it came out and it it was one of the first ones to come out. And then uh, we got loads more films coming Mm. out this side of the year. Mm. but yeah anyway oscar oscar section over <laughs> yeah <laughs> A recap um, of the oscars we did not watch
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. we watched like as it step by step in the seven minute videos that we watched afterwards when yeah. we woke up um, <laughs> um but yeah.
1: anyway this is the bad film club we talk about bad films i'm holly gordon
0: and i'm Shanae mcgayla and this week we are doing the 2011 superhero film the green lantern
1: oh my god
0: can i just say i have never seen this film and it was the most boring film i've ever seen in my life <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this is the funniest thing
0: i was oh. like when will it end when this this will is... it end
1: mate you thought oh i i think i like i would watch a second and then completely forget I have no. Rec- I do have a recollection of this one. where I watched it literally like two hours ago.
0: I literally finished it ten minutes before we started recording, and I was like, "What <laughs> the hell is this?"
1: <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. So, oh. uh, yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's the Green Lantern DC based off the DC comics, starring Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, uh, Peter Sarsgaard. Mark Strong and Angela Bassett. And then a couple of other people. And it's yeah. written by Greg Bellante, who is, I would arguably, a bit more well-known now because he directed uh, Love, Simon.
0: Yeah, and he wrote You, you know, the Netflix show.
1: Oh, that the too. The stalkery yeah.
0: one. But this yeah. film was written by so many people. So it was Greg Belante, Michael Green, who did... The screenplay for Logan, who worked on the screenplay for Logan, Blade Runner 2049, um, and Murder on the Orient Express. And then Mark Guggenheim, who did Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters. <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> but then, bizarrely, it was rewritten by Mark Goldenberg, who's the only, who's a screenwriter that wrote, who's really famous for writing Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. But I don't understand. There was no other mention of this rewrite and why they did it.
1: So it was just hmm. really weird. It um, definitely needed another rewrite.
0: Yeah, for sure. And also, oh, let's talk about the direction as well. So it's directed by oh, Martin God. Campbell, who directed one of my personal childhood favourite films, The Mask of Zorro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the um, Daniel Craig Bond film, Casino Royale. So, like you know, decent big budget films, and then this is a big budget film that I was just like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, that was it. That was the end of the sentence.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a this is a strange film. I think I first watched this film when I was uh, I was a bit younger, and okay. again. N- didn't r- remember any of it. Remember certain specific scenes, but like barely remembered any of the cast members outside of Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and yeah. So just forgot most of the storyline, if not all of it. Mm. Then rewatched it for this. No, then rewatched it. Tried to watch it re really recently because I was going through a phase of being curious about why films are bad. I mean, it helps because yep. we do this, but it was just out of my own curiosity. And I couldn't even get past, like, the first 20 minutes because it was so, so bad. And then mm-hmm. watched it today for this book. <gasps> wow. And it's painful. It's a painful, painful watch. It came it out. It actually
0: is. It, that's what it is. It's painful to watch. Like, I wouldn't. If I saw this in the cinema, I would have been so pissed off that I had paid to see mm. this. Because it's yeah. not even worth it. I feel like the only thing that I know about this film, because I had never seen it, is that it's like the origin story for the Blake-Lively-Ryan-Reynolds coupling that we have today,
1: but... Oh, yeah, it's when they, like, first got... It's when they got into each other and started dating. Yeah. The Catalyst. (laughs) (laughs) If you will, Yes. Yeah. But that's it. Like uh, that's all
0: I know from this film. Like I don't feel like, and also just the fact that everyone takes a piss out of how bad it is. You know, like he does it in himself in Deadpool, and there's some like other things that kind of there's a um, kind of rhetoric around it that is just everyone knows how universally bad it is.
1: Yeah, it's got a cultural impact for sure. It it's 114 minutes long. And the budget was two hundred million dollars, and I want to say most of that probably went on CGI. That is awful. Yeah. That is yeah. so bad. The CGI is awful in this. <laughs> um, and it didn't. It made two hundred and nineteen point nine million dollars in the box office. So it actually mm. didn't even really make, um, that much money back. It didn't make much profit, and it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it got obviously. It obviously got very negative reviews. Um, yeah. To, uh, but yeah, if you to do a really quick summary, it is the origin story of, uh, um, Han Hal Jordan, who is a fighter pilot, test yep. pilot, test pilot at the Royal Air Force in the states, and he basically gets picked to be the New Green La- New member of the Green Lantern Court representing humans, which is this kind of intergalactic, like essentially police force mm-hmm. <laughs> that is created by Guardians of the Universe. It's like a superhero film. It's literally like it all makes obviously makes so much sense. Um, and the essentially he gets picked to, he gets becomes the new he one Green Lantern Court member dies, so he gets picked to be the new one, mm-hmm. and then it's his challenge to defeat uh parallax which is a villain which is basically a villain that feeds off fear yeah and is fear itself but the thing is that suit so- green lantern court like green lanterns uh their power is will yeah and they have to be like they can't basically cannot don't allow them to f- themselves to feel fear because it weakens their will yeah <laughs> it's 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 so the stupid power thing...
0: it also sounds so stupid now that you've explained it
1: yeah out of a lot like arguably a lot of superhero f- superheroes have weird f- weird um powers and some of them don't even have powers but this one really got me today because i was trying really hard to f- fully understand the power world because ugh, i don't know like i just i think it's also because i stupidly tried to put myself in the position of it and i was like would i like would I be able to do this? Probably not. I mean, not at all. Like, but also it's no I <sighs> like could I could. It's also frustrating because his the way that they chose to represent the powers, I guess, is really stupid. Like, yeah. it's an out age badly, but I guess at the time they are trying to do like this running gag that he could literally with the force of will, the power of will, he can create like giant things to save people. He can create anything. He yeah, can with fly, he can
0: with his mind. Ugh, and the ring. Yeah, and the, and the ring. The ring. The ring is so weird. The ring is so ugly, man. Everything about this film just made me cringe so hard. Like that whole thing, the emerald energy of willpower. It just made me cringe so hard. It's so stupid. Like, and I feel like with these superhero films, a lot of the time you kind of have to suspend your disbelief, right? But then you suspend your disbelief, mm-hmm. but then it's kind of enjoyable because it's fun. You're going along for the ride. This is like. They tried to... They did it, like, half and half. Like, they tried to be super serious because they give you all of this exposition where they explain it to you at the start, but none of it fucking makes sense. And it's so boring. And then it just, like, (laughs) doesn't, like, harness itself. It just kind of goes for it. But then not enough. So it's not... It's not fun enough, but it's not serious enough. So it's
1: caught between these two things and it's just unenjoyable. 100%. 100%. I... So... That's okay. Move on. That's that's exactly why it's a bad film. Yeah. What one of my biggest grievances with it is that it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't feel like a film because the pacing is so <laughs> it's bad. So bad. Like, You're so it right. Is, like some of the pacing, like like I uh, occasionally when we're doing when we're watching films for this podcast, we'll note down specifically like the time. Thing that we're at where so where the point of the sh- story we're at in if it's obviously a very important part I will see how far into the film mm-hmm. we are and how long we have left this fucking film literally gave us about 20 minutes to solve everything <gasps> because they elongate the whole freaking him getting his powers and the orange story I know that takes time but it shouldn't take so long and it wasn't until it wasn't until like the first fight scene or something that we find And when he finally revealed himself mm. as, like, fully the Green London, uh, That was, like, 45 to 50 yeah. minutes in. And I just kind of felt like this is too much. Like, this is... You guys have paced this so badly. And I think that's even... I think the pacing is even worse because the direction is lame. Oh. And, like, the direction is so it's... bad. And just a lot of choices were made. And they were the incorrect yeah. choices... Much like the much like the Oscars, incorrect.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Also, you're completely right because also what they tried to do by I think they knew that the pacing was lacking, so they did this stupid thing, and it's a stupid post production edit where they splice the Green Lantern becoming the Green Lantern with Peter Skarsgar's character of being of becoming like infected by parallax. And they spliced them together and it doesn't work. Like, I, hate, I hated that switch between them. Like, different... They were, like, stitched together. So each... Every other scene was one of them. And it was so stupid. Yeah. And I was just like, why have you made this choice? This is a choice that you made and then yeah, you stuck with
1: like, it. And it doesn't make any sense. I want to think that there was, like, a trend back in the... <laughs> like, maybe for... Even from, like, the 90s. 90s all through the 2000s and then around to the late 2010s. Yeah. Where big transformation scenes, scenes where the inherently good character and the evil character both transform at the same time because you're trying to sit them together as like they're the, the same, they're the two sides of the mm-hmm. same coin mm-hmm. essentially or they're like referencing good versus evil. Yeah. <sighs> but also like they don't particularly position Hal Jordan uh, as a good person anyway. No. Also, um, I don't know how accurate to the, comics this is because i don't know about dc so i don't have i don't care uh but i guess like he's just he's just a white guy who like has a like a job as a pilot i'm assuming that comes with a bit of an ego okay
0: also they did
1: this Um... (laughs) stupid annoying thing of
0: yeah he's a pilot and then at the start so You're completely right with what you're saying, like, it comes, it feels like it comes with an ego because it opens with him, like, having a one night stand and he has to leave because he's late for work or something. And then everyone, like, uh, what's her name? Blake Lively's character is called Claire. And she's like having a go at him because she's like, how can you be late today of all days? And then he does his thing in the air. It's supposed to be like for a new client and then (laughs) then he starts having these flashbacks which is like never explained afterwards they never go into this detail so it's like trying to give him this tragic backstory and i hated it because they never go back to it and then it's just like okay so his dad died and it was also a pilot and died in an explosion and we're supposed to feel sorry for him or like, this is supposed to be his, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, this is supposed to be his origin story of why he is the way that he is an, as an adult and he can't commit to people and he he can't, you know, st- steer the course. He has to, like, walk away from stuff and he's very weak-willed and all this shit. And I'm just like, okay, I
1: agree. Cool. I think the dad stuff is silly. Or, I mean, every superhero has, like, a yeah. tragic backstory or some something like that. But... It, you're correct it wasn't uh, explained clear enough to what it was but it was hinted to a uh, thinking moments where he his dad uh tried to do the same maneuver as he did uh where he does this like specific specific maneuver where the 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 uh, plane stalls and he just free falls for a bit and then restarts and his dad ends up crashing and dying in front of his eyes and it felt like, I mean, you get one line, and then you're supposed to, I guess, assume that it's caused friction between the family because he went to his family's like a family party. And then we never see his family ever again. <laughs> ever again, yeah, never, never. So that was a pointless scene, realistically. Um, and then when, I think it's just like the pressure of keeping up, like he's got a famous dad who was a famous pilot, and then he's trying to he's like every, there's there's a plain imagery everywhere so you kind of just think that this family are very oriented like centred around the success of their dad mm. and he probably feels the pressure of being as good but he's you know I don't know it's just it's just like lame because I mean parental pressure isn't isn't is it uh, new
0: or revolutionary
1: yeah it's like everyone feels that yeah <laughs> so could go right <laughs> but um yeah, I didn't particularly like it. Uh, okay. So, any scenes or anything Any scenes specifically that you want to mention other than the like the transformation? Anything that wasn't really explained properly or props and costumes that stood out? Okay,
0: there's so much that I disliked about this film.
1: So, firstly, Love
0: let's that. just even talk about the plot. The plotting. I. No don't (laughs) yeah what exactly what plotting so they basically talk about um they give this big (sighs) kind of explanation at the start of why green lanterns came to be and why they existed and who had to do the protecting and you know they had to be fearless and stuff so they have this spiel about that then they go to earth and then with introduced to Hal Hal Jordan who's Ryan Reynolds and then like his life blah 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 and then just like this alien stuff is happening and then he becomes a Green Lantern because Abin Sir is killed and he tells his ring to go and find
1: his successor (laughs) like do you know what the Green Lantern historically has been one of the most iconic Superheroes, but when you but the thing is, I think it and it's he's one of the Greenland is always a member of like the Justice League. Yeah, Justice League. But and it's very like predominant in the the big group events and stuff like that. But when you break down his the power and like the the way that he gained the power and the the rules and. Mythology around it all—it just sounds really silly.
0: Yeah, it just is kind of lame. Like it takes you out of it. Yeah, it's lame. It's like Aquaman is lame. Like I love Jason Momoa, but like Aquaman's lame, right? So it just felt really stupid. Then he's taken to the planet. Is it uh, uh, O? What is
1: it called? Uh, It's called uh, Oa.
0: Yeah. And then he does the shortest training montage I've ever seen in my life. I know. And then. Yes. And then he just walks away. So I don't understand. Basically, it's kind of like a plot thing, but it's also a. (laughs) Because they use it as plot devices, right? But there's no character development in this, which is what the the big bone that I have to pick with this film. Because they try to act like. Literally. They try to act like he's this kind of
1: cocky playboy
0: thank you this like playboy (laughs) um like uh rascal if you will and (laughs) it's just really annoying because i don't see how we're supposed to like him anymore because he doesn't really do anything like every time he just wants to like i liked the doctor a bit more but until he went a bit batshit and then you have angela Bat. like i feel like they just underutilised so many people like Angela Bassett's character could have just been anyone I feel like this is another film where they criminally underuse Angela Bassett and then they
1: gave her a shit racist, stereotyped backstory as well like so Amanda Wall, Wall- Waller, Waller is like a prominent character in the mm. DC comics but they've revamped her now she's now played by Viola Davis yeah. in the newer kind of films
0: so they reduced her to this woman that's like a a scientist and, you know, she's keeping the status quo and then they reduce her backstory to this, like, lazy flashback type thing that the doctor gets when what's his name? Harold? He gets when he touches her because he has been infected so he can now read people's minds and when he touches people he, like, knows their backstory or whatever. So you see her husband is shot and killed um, you know, because they're black. And that's it, that's, that's what we get out of her character and then she's incapacitated or killed or whatever by Parallax in Harold's body. And I'm just like, okay, cool, so that's it, that's what you're going to give her. Like, this is a woman with range and she's a dino, like, she's got, yeah. like, that, she's just got that screen present and then <laughs> that's what they give, like, she's built in this film. So in, at, in like, the Wikipedia bit, it like lists her as one of the people that are like in this film, and she's in it for like maybe five scenes. And I hate it when they do that. And yeah, so they, I feel like they've done this a lot in this film. Like it could have just been a film with Ryan Reynolds and then a bunch of CGI people, and then you know, like no
1: other actors had to be in this film. To be honest, oh, it was just so annoying how they just did her so dirty because <laughs> her character's her character is very cool. Her character is a very prominent character, oh. and they did reduce her character to like because she's a smart scientist mm-hmm. essentially, but they reduce her character to a very feeble version of that and I really dislike yeah. it. I just didn't And also The characterization in all this whole film, every characterization is yes. I just don't I think I think they were trying to do something It didn't to make it, it work. attractive to viewers but it no. didn't work. And also
0: I don't believe I'm sorry, but like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively had no chemistry in this film.
1: I don't think I Personally, want to also say that Blake Lively's acting was not very good. It was good. shocking. It was... She was shocking in this like, film. Like I go, go
0: come. Oh, maybe she lost it because us... she's not
1: blonde in this film. That is jarring. I will say it is, isn't it? I know that the cat, the, the comic book catches brunette. But come on, like she gave us like literally like thirty percent effort. Wasn't even, was even that. It was I was like, of... do you even want to be here, yeah, hun? Like... I know, do you know what it sounded like every time she spoke it sounded like she was um it was like she was like a new actress knew on <laughs> the scene and didn't and like knew that she had to project all her lines so she over enunciated like every single word and and then like. <laughs> Every time she, like, had to laugh at whatever <laughs> so like, the dialogue was. It was, like, so <laughs> it was fake. So it was so cringe. so bad. <laughs> and it was just like, God, if you're, like, you're now married to the same guy. Did you not, like, do you have chemistry? Is your marriage... Yeah, or... are you guys okay? It probably, probably is, it, to be honest. They're, they're, beautiful, they're yeah. a beautiful couple, whatever. But, <laughs> but them on, on. screen
0: together, it was not... <gasps> it was not what I thought it was going to be, considering that they got married off the back of this. You know?
1: Exactly. They saw. They got married very quickly. Off the yeah, baggage, I believe as well. Oh, crazy. Um, I will. I'm gonna say something. One of my. I mean, the the character worth talking about. If we're. Gonna I knew have who to you're talk gonna say. It, is, do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Hang on. Uh, Thomas. Yeah. He is played by Taika Waititi. Love him. And he's actually. I mean, the we have. Uh, we have. One, we have a racist backstory for uh, Angela Bassett, but at least they casted a indigenous person for an indigenous character. <laughs> well,
0: it kind of pissed me off that they made him. Ish. They Ish. made him Inuit when they could have just made him a Maori person. A
1: no, because oh, no. is it
0: because it's part of the? Um, is it because it's part of the comic? Like, is that specific?
1: He's an Inuit character in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just more like they just picked any old like indigenous dissented uh, personal descent, like person of any it's like yeah
0: and then he was just like yeah so I think I got it because you know because I'm not black and I'm not white and I was like yeah I like I'm I'm of mm. this heritage
1: but... but Taika Waititi this was like before this was before so much of the stuff that we now mm. know him from I mean obviously he's he's got also I forgot he had a bit she had a bit of a problem like, Role in this, but um, yeah, he—he he is the best part of this film, hundred percent. I agree with you. He is because he's got—he's very captivating in any scene he's in. He's also
0: just very um natural, like he never feels like it's forced.
1: Yeah, he's very good at that. I you think know? he's
0: got that like way behind the camera, um, be- behind and in front yeah. of, yeah, um, where he's just very—he's yeah. very watchable, but also very believable. Like I always feel like he's that person, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. He this is um this came out this is three years before what we do in the shadows. Yeah, so. this
0: was after. I think this is like one of his first things after. Boy, have you ever seen that?
1: Yes, I have. Very good. Yes, uh, but he's um, yeah, it's just very strange. Like he's now he's making big big superhero. films. Yeah, it's stuff.
0: weird that he's no. in this, but But then also not it. I mean, it's the same with Ryan Reynolds, right? It's. Kind of weird that he did this, but then he's—it's not.
1: It's not because I feel like when you think of superheroes, Ryan Reynolds does. He's done Deadpool, like he's done. He's on the second version of Deadpool now, and he's on Green yeah. Lantern. So he's. But when I guess it always works out better for Ryan Reynolds when he has creative yeah, control sure, over what sure. he's doing. <laughs> um, so. I guess it's fine. Um one I was gonna say him, he's my favourite character, but one of my favourite props was the computers they used because they folded out and then <laughs> yeah. back into the wall. I thought <laughs> was just really cool. And then I was just like I just hated myself because I was like, oh that's like the bake off the bake oven. oven doors. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that's so funny. Like they're just so it was just like I love I love things that are conveniently safe like they save space yeah. and they're like efficient. I just thought it was really interesting. But other than that like prop wise, obviously the um, lantern and the ring that these like losers have to wear. <laughs> yeah,
0: just it's just jokes that they have to it's carry around that... a lantern as well. Like it just
1: makes me laugh. Well, no, 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 they don't have to carry a lantern. They can keep the lantern at like at the house. But, it but as in, like the ring. As
0: in, like the... it doesn't just move from place to place like if they need it right so it has to be somewhere no um so it has to be kept like, if you're going on a long lantern, trip you're like taking it. your lantern with you like <laughs> it just it just made me laugh <laughs> like
1: yeah it's just very strange and it's like one of those like it's kind of like you. it's what you wouldn't imagine a superhero needing like yeah how, oh you get all your powers from a ring wow and like what happens if you don't like wearing jewelry <laughs> especially like, a, a fuck off green ring and it's so ugly. It looks like so um, ugly. it could be like one of those ones that have like sweets on them. Yeah, um, <laughs> you had like a jelly or,
0: re- or a resin ring, which I love. Yeah, or it's like yeah,
1: one that like opens up and it's like lip balm. Yeah, like you. Know, do you know? Do you remember those? Things? Yeah, that was so good. That's so, so good. Funny. Yeah. Um. I just that, yeah.
0: I think it was very. I think if it was made now, it
1: would be much sleeker. But yeah, if it well, okay, well, so we could, I mean, we could get into that right now. They, the so the, this came out in 2011. Now the now DC have revamped the DC universe with the extended. They've got the DC extended universe now, and they have promised that somewhere down the line there will be a Green Lantern film, but everything keeps getting pushed because Warner Brothers. Lol. Yeah. Um and, um. But there was a Green Lantern in the uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut Justice League. And it looked kind of cool, but it was in for for, for like basically five seconds and you didn't really get a close up of it. But it was referenced, which means I assume that sometime down the line they're going to do it. I think superhero films. I mean, it's like, it will get like. I don't know superhero films from me are just kind of like well yeah they're going they they would be good if they were given put into the right hands mm. and they were had a lot of if they were cho- if people chose the right directors and writers to write these kind of films yeah because I think people who I've seen it happen I've seen it done, obviously done well I've seen it done badly and it's all just due to the writing and because. I think with superhero films because we know it's such a cookie, cut, cookie cutter kind of staple way of talking about a character it's like we all know the 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 way of how a superhero film is going to go mm. when they're introducing someone new. Yeah. So how how do you constantly make that interesting um for people if you're constantly rebooting them or constantly yeah maybe introducing new superhero heroes but you still have to do um the same origin story is yeah. might be different different characters but it's still but the
0: same. you say that but then they've done it well with some characters like they've done it well with spider-man
1: well they just chose not to do it in the most recent ones they just made an off co- offhand comment in the first in homecoming they made an offhand comment saying that he was just bitten by a spider and then that was like the one like the throwaway yeah, line
0: but as in obviously because it, yeah but but obviously because it's been done so much but like And there's such a, like, public kind of knowledge about Spider-Man. Whereas, like... But I think they've still done it well. And same with, kind of, Batman. Uh, I mean, less so is, as Ben Affleck's taken it. But, you know, it's not confusing and it's not... It doesn't feel, like, forced. Whereas I feel like the Green Lantern one feels a bit forced because, you know, nobody liked this film then they tried to do an animated thing for it and then yeah people just didn't want it and now they have to because he's part of the Justice League like you kind of have to bring him back but yeah I don't know it's just one of the I feel like because this film was just so shit it was shockingly bad for a superhero film I was like why is it so boring and then they do that thing of oh I did <laughs> um, Holly's cat just walked across the screen for she me she just all the um, time
1: sorry carry on yeah,
0: that's so funny Um, yeah they just did that that thing of it was super lazy because he has like the shortest montage then he walks away from it then he feels bad so then he's like okay i'm gonna save the world but it's not really he's not really changed that much it's been like a day come on
1: i Um, and he
0: hasn't really tried that hard you know and then and then it's like okay boom we're gonna have like a big fight scene and then he's gonna win because obviously he's never gonna
1: lose and then that's it, end of film. Do you know what? Also, I noticed this as I was watching it. He's, I don't even understand. Because like he, it... there's something really off about this film. Do you mind? Is it because it's basically. Sorry, excuse me. Do I can't... you mind? I'm trying to just record a podcast. Uh, no. Excuse me, Miss. She's just staring at me. So annoying. Um.
0: I think. To your point, do you think it's because it's basically a glorified military? And I mean,
1: I would. I'm gonna go as far as argue that all superhero films do that. Like, yeah, that's what em- I
0: think. This is why I don't really like all them.
1: superhero films um, glorify the military, or they basically position America as like kind of uh they don't need to follow the rules essentially so yeah um uh my biggest issue with this film was that he like he just accepted it so easily there was no like fight from him like usually <laughs> you kind of have like this confusion and you need to like have a sit down. i don't know there was just I don't know he took it on so easy. I was just like this is boring. Why why is it he, you need the montage of them figuring it all out and we barely had that. Like you said we had a very short training Not montage at all. where basically the, all the CGI got budget got put on that specific scene because there was all these CGI characters. Then um you've got oh, it's just so annoying because there's like there's the montages that you want are supposed to be for character development and his character development was very thin and it really frustrated me.
0: But also, there's loads of stuff that it's just like, why would he know how to do that? Like, um, you know, like, how would, why would he know that touching... I mean, I, I know it takes him a while, but him touching the ring to the lantern would activate it. Exactly, um, I don't get it either. And then, yeah, and then he gets beaten the shit out of by these random guys from work that he basically lost their jobs for them. And then they come back, they beat him up in the car park. And then he does this thing where he, like, swishes his hand mm. and then it, like, then takes out all three of these men after he's gotten beaten the snot out of. And I was like, why would he know, how would he know to do that? And how would he know how to use it like that? He's like,
1: does he have, it's kind of like all the, I think it's obviously a mistake, but I just kind of, it's, this is the thing, it's getting your idea about, uh, your head around the idea of, like, will is your power. Like, you use... Is it... So stupid. <laughs> it really confuses me, and I feel like, uh... am I being really stupid and not really understanding will, or am I, am I correct to saying that it's really hard to understand the powers?
0: Yeah, isn't will... and i Oh Yeah, basically it's lame. It... <laughs> it's just stupid. It's a, it's a very uh, ambiguous and weak framing device for how you get a superpower.
1: So it's literally just like will, i.e. the desire of something. you or... But,
0: but could, can't you just say that everything is will? Like getting out of bed is a will. Like you force yourself, not force yourself every day, but like, you know. Like you will yourself to do stuff all the time, like putting one foot in front of another. Just because it's not conscious doesn't mean that it's not will.
1: It's also just like this. This talks about willpower as well. I talk about willpower a lot because I don't have any of it um, when it comes to like food. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and like any like just general like we. But we talk about I talk we I most of my conversations about will have always been in this framing of something that we. Uh, struggle to have when we're preventing ourselves from something I don't know I think it just got I was just it took me too, way too long and I was like why am I trying why am I trying to even figure this film out mm. <laughs> what's the point yeah Um. so we kind of I mean it would be made now because it's probably going to be made now but if it was yeah made, I mean we could get onto casting choices because Wikipedia has so much information about the casting process. Oh, this that's film.
0: what I wanted to talk to you about as well. So, because okay,
1: so Green Lantern the choices were
0: Ryan Reynolds, Chris Pine, Sam Worthington of Avatar fame, Bradley Cooper, Jared Leto, <laughs> Justin Timberlake, and then whoever, and then <laughs> Brian Austin Green. You know who he is? The guy that was in 90210 yeah, and also he, dated yeah. uh, Megan Fox. Well, was yeah. married to Megan Fox. He campaigned for this role because he loves the Green Lantern comics. But then he didn't audition. But it's like, that information is like really out there because he really went for it. Like He wanted this role.
1: <laughs> I was just like, what? All, um, of the, all of those selections don't make any sense to me. I'm very... I mean, I think... Imagine I, I Justin literally... Timberlake in this role. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? It would have lost even more money. Justin yeah. Timberlake as a superhero, we don't need any more... Absolutely we need, not. We don't need Justin Timberlake to be acting anymore, come on. Um, With, like, any of these, none of
0: these make sense, you your right. Bradley Cooper, can you imagine him as a superhero? Like, not like this,
1: not like this kind of superhero. No, I mean, no, not, I don't imagine him as a superhero, which is partly because, I, which is, why it probably works now? Na- works now because he plays Rocket the raccoon in Guardians. Yeah, of the yeah, galaxy. yeah. But that's voice acting, and he's very good at that. Because I think it's his physical appearances what removes you from it so much. And I yeah, think for sure, for sure, Jared Leto, whatever he's already got a superhero gig. <laughs> I guess. No, but also like, no, thank you. No, I don't like him. I think, the I only think two the that I think the only would... one that
0: would have worked would have been Chris Pine, maybe. Or Sam Worthington, but then he's got... I know he's got Avatar, but then this film would have been different. Like, he definitely would have played it as, like, a soldier, you
1: know? True. Also, Chris Pine, we know Chris Pine has that kind of egotistical thing about him, but because he was in Range. This Is War. But it, yeah. well, we did also say that in that episode that we didn't think it was, it was fitting for him. So, no, no. Um, basically, these are all just, like, like you know, the same person... They're just I literally was and. gonna say
0: that I'm so I'm so glad that you said this because I was just like aren't they just iterations of the same fucking person
1: they are if you put them in like a grid of pictures of them all in a the grid they all all like his name uh, <laughs> Blake Lively the- so for, for Carol Ferris yeah Yeah. Oh this God, is the weird this. one right this is funny uh, so, was, so, so it Blake- was either
0: go, yeah go. Blake Lively Ava Green Kerry Russell Diane Kruger and Jennifer Garner were also in talk... What? All of those are wildly different. Like, There's Ava Green consistent. and Ryan Reynolds is such a weird combo. Then Kerry Russell is a weird choice in itself. Like, she's not... I don't see Kerry Russell in this row at all. Diane Kruger, maybe. Look, I, d- <laughs> I can only think of her as um the lady from National Treasure, which I love. <laughs> Yeah, um, and, Gen- Jennifer and Jennifer Garner. Jennifer gone but Je- it's because Jennifer Garner did Electra. Do you remember that? We should do that on this podcast because that was terrible as well. Um
1: uh, there was yeah, that like she was early 2000s two thousands
0: bit where like they started to do these superhero films but in a different way. And then we had like Daredevil and Electra come out within like the second in, within the, like yeah. two years of each other.
1: Yeah, this these were about ten years before Greenland, but they know yeah, it makes mm. sense. Uh but- Interesting. Guys, no? your... that was interesting. Hmm. Why? A- I want to know why Ava Green. She's got that like sexiness to her.
0: No, I know, but as in but, why like, would she is... want to go for this? As in why would she want this role? Because Ava Green is that woman's got range. Like I love her.
1: This is like kind of when we were talking when we did Ghost Rider. We were like, why did uh, Eva Mendes take this role? Uh, because yeah. again, just. Any any women it, as, like, the love interest or psychic of a superhero is going to be the most boring character ever because they're so not developed boring. enough. Um, and then, like we said, Peter Sarsgaard is Hector Hammond, who is... Um, he gains his powers from Parallax, which is the b- bigger villain. But it doesn't really say who he was going to who else was going to be his casting. It's just, a, it's just, again, I'm surprised that they got him. To be of honest. The, another strange actor, another strange casting choice. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like a very strange casting choice. Um, I really was waiting for, because Blake Lively talked a lot about doing stunt work for this film, which I was like, a, where is it? And then B, I really thought she would fly. We would see her fly a plane.
1: We, Saw it at the beginning For about happened. five minutes and then It's not
0: the same Not in the way Not in the way That the, Ryan, Reynolds Ryan Reynolds Got that screen time yeah. I really thought Because yeah. you know They really talk about her Being a, a pilot Why are you behind a desk And blah 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 I was like okay So she's
1: because She's also The reason she's there At the beginning of the film Is because she's She and Hal Are the two best pilots In the in the company yeah. Aren't they um, yeah. So she's got all this history But yeah She basically doesn't do anything It's so annoying But it's typical Typical, typical, so annoying. Hate it. Um, but she was like, she did say that she felt that the stunts were exhilarating, but also nauseating at the same time, God. which I thought fair. Uh, yeah. Mark Strong, which didn't—I didn't realize it was Mark Strong. Oh, I did. Hilarious. I felt
0: like you could really tell his voice.
1: Um, and then Angela Bassett, we've already mentioned. Um, Tib Robbins, um. Of course. Oh, you know who uh, else Geoffrey is in Rush. This. Yeah, yeah, Justin that's what Rush I was going a voice. <laughs> he's the voice of, um, which I that he I recognize him a lot actually. Yeah, but he's one of the Lan- Green Lanterns that helped train Hal. Um, yeah, he's one, but he's sort of like the one that explains. He's like uses a na- like a narrative character yeah, to and explain not only explain things to how but explain it to the audience
0: yeah and also the only one that seems to be nice to ryan reynolds character i know oh weird choice because you know jeffrey weird is... <laughs> quick thing also
1: it, cool. is, is my cat
0: distracting you <laughs> no i love it she's just sitting there staring at me i love to see it um no, I'm so
1: sorry, it's like I'm j- just, this is her.
0: it's like i'm having this a is, podcast with a cat day. i love it I love it. Hello. Um, also, I... just off the back of one of our last episodes when we watched Armageddon, um, Michael Clark Duncan is the voice as well. The late Michael Clark Dun- Duncan is the voice of the um, oh, yeah. of Killer Wog, which I enjoyed.
1: Ugh. very distinctive These... voice, you know. Yeah, very distinctive voice. Yeah, very very much. Um, okay, so the cast. It's not that we. I don't know realistically who i'd want to be casted as this um because i just don't care but (laughs) in reference to other superhero films me and my i mean me and my friends who watch them repeat like on the regular Mm. we do discuss things and we always come back down to the point of like we if it's a new superhero film we want it to be someone who's less well known yeah um, because um it's just more refreshing like i don't Want to wake up and be like, oh, it's like the Hollywood, it's Variety or Hollywood Porter saying, ah, Tom Hanks has been casted as the new like this, yeah, or whatever. Because yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, it's not gonna happen. It's just I don't need, I don't really like it being. No, I don't like it, but, uh, I just. Quite, I enjoy watching like new actors on screen being these big roles because it's also a good opportunity for them and it's fun. And if you're in the right hands, then it's going to really help your career. For
0: sure, for sure, I agree with that.
1: Um, I feel like that's how it should be. If you're going to start from scratch, like white,
0: I don't know. It's just one of those things, isn't it? They
1: obviously do it. Like they try and link like big actors to it to like entice people in and bring people to watch them. But, but, some, but like. Sometimes it's the wrong choice. And a lot of the time it is the wrong choice. Like, Robert... I remember when Robert Downey Jr. was casted as Iron Man. Not only was Iron Man one of the lesser-known comic book characters, but Robert Downey Jr. was literally needed a comeback for his career. Yeah, yeah. So, because he uh, had sort of... um, Fallen off a bit. He'd fallen off a bit. So it kind of worked. But there was like... It's kind of the same as like Chris Hemsworth though,
0: right? So he was doing films and stuff. And he was in quite a few, but then... Thor just really, really helped him, and I think it was—I think it was a good one. It was a good like uh, upstart for him. But then, like, did we need De- Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange? Absolutely not. L- literally, Tilda Swinton. Why are you there, hun? Can we not?
1: That's another podcast. Yeah. But... <laughs> Don't get me angry about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it is frustrating. Um, so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> How, we can't really change the. Or we could change. Can't change the. Well, we could change the plot actually. We could just tell it better. We could tell the story better. This film didn't need to be this long, you know. Origin stories are inherently always interesting. I feel like I do always want to know how someone got powers if they have any. Yeah. Like I like, yeah. I like those kind of stories, but like I said, they're told. It is all dependent on who the who is the crew behind the film. Yeah. And if they are, and sometimes they make it really engaging and really cool and sometimes they really don't like i feel like this um origin story lacked so much emotion that's exactly it yeah so it didn't make you care did not give a flying fuck in this film
0: about any of them i was like (laughs) you know when um he like first uses his powers and he means that he makes that like ramp for the (laughs) god to go in
1: his Oh, the Hot Wheels <laughs> round.
0: Yeah, and then he saved yeah, Blake Lively. Sh- I was just like, "Oh,
1: okay." She could have just died, and I would not have cared. It's so lame. It's. Ugh, I hate yeah, it. I agree. <laughs> I mean, we've just met. We have already talked about it, but the culture impact round.
0: Yeah, I guess it does have it. It does have some. Like they got married off the back of this. You know, we still talk about. We I feel like I don't know if this is a good cultural impact in that it's used as like a barometer of how bad a superhero film is
1: which is quite funny but fine sorry I'm having to peer over my cat to read (laughs) this fucking cat come on man um yeah I agree because I like you said we we all know we all know of this film even if you Mm. haven't seen it we know it's bad and it's just one of those kind of jokes joke that is kind of that running gag now um And I don't know, for some reason it just always sticks in my mind and I don't know why. I think it's just because it's one of the few films, like it's one of the few superheroes I feel like that hasn't been remade over and over again. Which is what differentiates it from others, but but there might be a reason. I think there is, for sure. Filming took 10 weeks. The process seems really weird
0: for me. Yeah. They had to do like a lot of post- on this like a lot of posts
1: I'm reading that Greg Berlanti got fired as director and writer so he actually has nothing to do with the finished product and Rye Reynolds Rye Reynolds also um has voiced his like his dislike for this film I mean now I guess since he's had a much better experience yeah and I think he's Um, much better
0: suited so this was like the inception of his like superhero persona in that um a lot of this film is just, like, him with <laughs> with his, like, shirt off and, like, you know, uh, body shots of him, which is kind of really cringey. Um, but, you know, you do you, boo. You train that hard. You might as well. Um, and then, like, him just kind of... I feel like him internally screaming, like, what is this that I'm doing? Um, but I don't know, yeah. He just seems to... I've had a, ba- a better time and, you know, as you said, like more creative control is good for some people, not good for some others, but it seems to work for Ryan Reynolds, especially in a superhero film. Yeah, he
1: literally says, he said, Ryan He said Reynolds said that filming Green Lantern itself had become, been frustrating. You really need a visionary behind a movie like that. But it was the classic studio story. We have a poster, but we don't have a script or know what we want. Let's start shooting. <laughs>
0: Oh, that literally is
1: great. how the it, that is that is literally kind of like how the film feels and like kind of what I mean by you need a good mm-hmm. team of behind you when you make a superhero film because like um, Ryan Reynolds like obviously like we've said goes on to playing Deadpool but and he has correct control but he works he was he had been working on Deadpool to get it made for mm-hmm. years and now he's got two of them out and the third one is in work in the works now with. Marvel. So, he, I, I and when you uh, when you have a team like that, they're willing to make a good mm-hmm. film or want to make a good film, then they're going to take more time of it. This it felt again rushed. But what can you do? Uh, in it also in April, it was reported in it was reported that Warner Brothers raised the visual effects budget by nine million and wow. hired additional visual effects studios to bolster the ranks of the team who've been working overtime to meet the film's seventeenth of June launch. Oh, so people had a lot of issues with... the Well, obviously, the CGI was so bad. Yeah, it was very, very cringy. Do you have... um, Before we rate it, do you have any else, anything else worth else mentioning?
0: No, I just hated it. Like, it really didn't hold my attention.
1: Some of it... It I, was so... It's boring. Yeah. Was
0: like, t- it was honestly... Like it was so film. boring. I really... um, Like, we've been doing some ones that are bad, but... That have still entertained me, like they still make me laugh a bit. And then this one was just—I just was just bored. I don't know how many times I can say it, and I don't know how differently to say it, but
1: just was very bored throughout this film. This watch was painful. I agree. I think that none of the—it's like even the villains and stuff aren't really worth even talking about because they're just whatever. And like villains are usually interesting, and again, it, it's it's. I feel like there's something very bad, like something's gone very badly wrong. If you can make a superhero film boring, yes,
0: exactly. Like the, a film with this many special effects shouldn't be boring, you know.
1: Yeah, and they're the epitome of entertainment. Yeah, literally, that is that that is that their, their, their genre is to entertain essentially yeah. and to make you feel good and. If you can't even do that, then there's something definitely wrong because they probably can't. If the comics are so successful, there's definitely not to do with the original characters. It... It's to do with the film writing, exactly. And the filmmaking, exactly. Um, I so <laughs> I gave this film two out of ten. I gave it a one. <gasps> Would you like to elaborate on why?
0: I hated it. Like I really couldn't get through it fast nice. enough. Like I put the last. I put the. I watched the first five minutes. And then I was like, fuck Hmm. this. So I put it on 1.5 speed. So I watched it like that until it started to pick up the pace. And then I was watching some of the action scenes in that faster pace. And it looked ridiculous. So I had to slow it down. And then the last 10 (laughs) minutes, I was like, I'm so bored. So I just forwarded it, um, put it back up, put the speed back up. Um, Because I was also just like, (gasps) I hated the ending. I thought it was really stupid. (laughs)
1: <laughs> of like how pointless
0: yeah like okay so they were setting up for a sequel and they didn't yeah get it. yeah exactly but they went through all this like vitriol of having all the alien people be so horrible to him for like the five minutes he
1: was there and then whatever uh do you want to guess IMDB and uh Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> yeah IMDB let's do IMDB first like four and a half. Oh, close. Five. Is it more? Yes. Uh, five point two. No, five and a half. Oh, I'm surprised. I'm I'm very surprised too. actually.
0: Yeah, I guess considering I feel like there's a consensus that people people don't like this film, but okay, maybe lockdown has changed their minds and that's why it's there.
1: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think oh, this is a film for lockdown. This is just a film to not exist. What do you think Rotten Tomatoes was? Oh, worth like thirty percent. Very close. A bit less.
0: Twenty eight percent.
1: Bit bit lower.
0: Twenty seven point two percent.
1: You keep missing it, my bad. Twenty six percent. Twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm actually surprised it's not lower. You know. I really I love what reading reviews. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, quickly before we uh, do that, but it did have a lot of um, cultural impact. I don't think it was to do with the film as such, but they it just kind of came with the film's release. Yeah. Is that it had roller
0: coasters? I knew you were gonna like... say that. I was gonna say, are you talking about the roller coasters? Then you
1: are. Yeah, <laughs> there's like it three had two roller there? coasters named after. Oh yeah, a th- 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 two roller coasters and then an actual ride in Australia um although one of them is based off the comics more than the film so, yeah pff, but you know I mean, they, still... they, it's more like i feel like the cultural impact is sometimes a bit more relevant because it's to do with the because they came from comics yeah sure but a lot of games and stuff came but yeah didn't make that much money well it made money but it didn't make enough money to become a success
0: yeah i i think they wanted more they wanted more from it than it gave them
1: yeah, they say Green Lantern uh, squanders an impressive budget and decades of comic it's, mythology, which is true, to produce something, which to, to produce something that's noisy, overproduced, and thinly written. Thinly written, thank you, yeah. It's very thinly written.
0: D- There's just no characters. Like you could have just done the same thing with just CGI peoples. Like that. Oh, it just felt like we could have just had an episode of this instead of having it as a film. And we would have had the same amount of impact. Do you know what I mean? Like, the,
1: <sighs> yeah, I agree. The Daily Mail considered, uh, listed it as one of the top 10 worst films of 2011.
0: Oh my god, and that's and... coming from the Daily Mail like a shit rag. Come on. No,
1: sorry, Daily, the Daily the Daily Oh, Telegraph. okay, I was going to say, whoa. <laughs> Daily, Telegraph. Daily Telegraph. It's just everyone kind of says the same thing. We hated it. Badly written, yeah. unnecessary special effects. Um, and frustrating things that like obviously they make a film obviously, they make all films bad but specifically like something as simple as a superhero film which you've got literally like a process which is very easy to follow how do you mess up also I
0: hate it when they mess up stuff like this because there's so
1: much rich source material how can you fuck it up this is it I also but I feel like um people who write adaptations of like stuff like this like whether it's books or comics or graphic novels Mm -hmm. they need to you need to make sure that they've definitely read it maybe they should pass like a test and like so they know they know the source material as well as well as well enough but I don't know I don't know what the I feel if this film feels like they are literally just like making the bare minimum effort yeah it's like they've scraped the bottom of the barrel to like
0: put together this film
1: off oh. exactly um so yeah
0: <laughs> can you tell we're very uninfused about this film i really it's like it.
1: i really didn't like it it's like it's not even like i liked it enough to like moan about it for an hour it's because there's because i find that there's everything we discuss will be negative because mm. it's so it's so bad and there's a Good chunk of the film that i definitely don't recall. remember
0: i still don't remember half of I it i don't know what happened in half of it because i was just like i lost
1: so much time and i lost two hours of my day but yeah, like
0: exactly exactly oh, wow. and i watched it like 15 minutes before we started recording this like that's when i finished it so if i can't remember it you know it's bad
1: exactly I'd be so annoyed if I went to see this in the Can cinema. Can you imagine so if you paid to see this, myself.
0: I would have been so pissed off.
1: Rule of thumb. Uh, okay, actually, I can't even say this because I've completely already broken my own rule. I was going to say, I have ne- I will refuse to ever pay for a, a DC film, but that's a lie because I've seen both Wonder yeah. Women's in the cinema. <laughs> oh, um, but none of the other ones. I have some, you know, taste. <laughs> um... <laughs> Savage. Love it. Uh, um, but yeah, that's it. We're done. We're done <laughs> don't with Don't watch film. this film. Don't, yeah, don't watch it. Just don't don't watch it. Uh, if you're into superhero films, like you know, watch the Marvel ones and said they're better. Um, or in my opinion, anyway. no, I agree. I think but, they're more enjoyable. Uh, this is
0: so unenjoyable because it just wasn't. It wasn't yeah. dark enough, like how DC kind of tends to be in that like moody way, and it wasn't fun like a Marvel film. So, like, you have to pick one, right? And they didn't pick either, and they didn't right. commit, and then it just is the worst of both of those worlds.
1: Hundred percent, I agree. I find that I find that DC is just a bit more is like that all the time. It's just yeah, it's a bit of a chore. To they get never guess cap- they are not captivating films mm. at all, and I know they're trying really hard at the moment, but guys, come on don't yeah (laughs) don't anyway um, yeah that's it really don't watch it do whatever you want with your extra two hours of your life go see an indie film Uh, and indie cinema you'll have so much of a better time yeah go support the independent cinemas in London specifically and in your area
0: when
1: they open Uh, they really need your help (laughs) so yeah go do that please Um, cool yeah if if you have any recommendations email them to us Uh, but if not don't have to it's fine
0: no please do uh see you next week
1: (laughs) oh but 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 please please do do. (laughs) like anything. and also
0: please try if you have like five minutes to rate review and subscribe it really helps us out um help you girls out we edit produce and record this all of our own back so it'll be nice to have some support please and thank you
1: yeah thanks
0: mate (laughs) all right team see you next week (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Bye. Do you love the Bad Film Club? Consider supporting us through the ACAR supporter feature. It's up to you how much you want to give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in our show description to support us in any way that you can. We really appreciate it.